given all the state of affairs and the state of the economy, we still are scoring anywhere from 300 to 900 in profit every single day. It was, of course, way better in Q4. All I'm trying to say is that there's definitely still an opportunity and Facebook Marketplace is still being heavily overlooked. Hey everybody, Brian McCumber here with Tech Money Talks. I am really excited today because we have a very special guest on the podcast. We are fortunate to have Andre Kozlov as a special guest on the show. Now, he's a creator of a new popular Udemy course called Your Six-Figure Guide to Facebook Marketplace Dropshipping. Andre quit his full-time job from an advertising agency during the pandemic back in 2020, and Andre cracked the code to dropshipping and is now living the laptop lifestyle. If you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again, because the stories and the tips you're going to learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your wallet grow fat. Now, Andre has helped hundreds of people get their start selling in Facebook Marketplace. So if you're looking to quit your full-time job and make a living in e-commerce, if you're looking to add an additional source of income, If you're looking to start a profitable e-commerce business, then stay tuned because this podcast is absolutely for you. Now, time is money and everyone's looking to get a piece of his time. And I'm so happy to have him on the show today. Andre, thanks for joining us, brother. How's it going? Well, thank you for the invite. It's my pleasure being here. Going good. It's sunny in San Diego, so I cannot complain. (laughs) Sunny San Diego. Yeah, brother, I see you out there. It's looking really good, man. I tell you the weather, and you know what? We got snow here in Chicago uh, just yesterday. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, man, I can't believe it. <laughs> oh man! Well, uh, I recently moved from Massachusetts, so I I can hear your struggle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All the snow. I, I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, this is awesome, man. I'm glad we had a chance to connect, and I'm really looking forward to to this episode. And like I said, we're recording this live, so for those that are catching us, feel free to drop your questions along the way. But you know what I would say for the audience, you know, maybe let's take a step back and you can uh, introduce yourself and talk about your background, how you got started into e-commerce dropshipping. Yeah, well, um, you know, like so many others, I did go to college. I went um, to Suffolk University in Boston. I graduated in business marketing. I had internships, unpaid, paid, then full-time jobs. And, you know, I worked in digital marketing agencies and I'm not sure if you're familiar, but marketing agencies they have lots of deadlines typically we are underpaid and my first channel was born relatively recently and honestly the whole nine to five thing was just getting to me i was underpaid i was stressed i did want to just take control of life into my own hands and actually build something and provide good things for my family and just you know have more than two weeks of vacation in the year you know (laughs) yeah I started actually by selling T-shirts on Teespring uh, with Facebook ads anecdotally. Um, And, you know, I I scored a few sales here and there. But again, Facebook ads, you have to spend money. So most of the time it was not profitable. I moved on to online dating business. I helped uh, manage other people's Tinder profiles, Bumble profiles. And it was going great until uh, the time when all these platforms started basically restricting people for you know that kind of service so that didn't work out but that led me to uh, start exploring new business opportunities and this is when i started getting more into uh e-commerce once again and i started shopify dropshipping 
I did have a few successful stores, but the problem with those, once again, were the Facebook ads because you do have to just spend money on that. And this is the biggest issue with Shopify dropshipping. And this is why I got into Facebook Marketplace because one day my wife just told me that she, she saw the buy now button on Facebook Marketplace. It was not yeah. there before. And this is when I realized as a dropshipper, this is finally this amazing opportunity to basically, <laughs> you know, list as many things and make sales. And that's what I've been doing since July 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And then talk about that, like the, the difference. So if, if you were, uh, you know, selling on Facebook Marketplace and that shift that happened when the buy button came about. Yeah. So like many people on Facebook Marketplace, I started selling just my personal things. You know, I did not have a mindset to make a profit from that. But as soon as I realized that Facebook has finally launched the nationwide shipping option, I realized that there is this opportunity to actually get exposure of free organic traffic and just list your items and simply leverage that free organic traffic by Facebook. And you can A-B test as many items as you want, basically, and not have to pay for any ads, which is why I find Facebook Marketplace as a very great platform for beginners to start. And it has a really low entry barrier because unlike on Shopify, you don't have to design a website. You don't have to do any of that, right? You only, all you have to do is just list and make sales and then pay for items as they come and make profit. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great, man, for sure. And and what is your point of view like as far as uh, people that are using this method? Because I remember, geez, I can't even remember the number of years. Like I remember, you know, actually doing this, I want to say almost four years ago. So I remember selling, you know, before that buy button and then realizing when that buy button came about, just like the just the shift the, the sheer impact that happened. But even with that, um, what do you think as far as like, you know, the, the number of people that are, that are trying to sell on Facebook marketplace, like do you still think it's a new opportunity for most people? Yeah, it's definitely becoming to a point where more people find out about the opportunity. But even when I'm analyzing YouTube, for example, by the amount of views that Facebook marketplace dropshippers are putting out there, and compared to classic Shopify dropshipping, the amount of views is just not even there. So that still makes me to believe that Facebook Marketplace is still a lucrative opportunity because not only can you dropship on Facebook Marketplace as a personal seller, but you can also dropship on Facebook Shops, which is a new separate entity that Facebook and Meta is currently promoting. So not only can you leverage your personal profile, but you can also leverage more and more shops on Facebook which is, again, increasing your likelihood of a sale. And we're still doing right now, you know, given all the state of affairs, um, the unfortunate ones, especially in the state of the economy, we still are scoring anywhere from 300 to 900 in profit every single day. It was, of course, way better in Q4, um, as you can imagine. But, yeah. you know, all I'm trying to say that there's definitely still an opportunity and Facebook Marketplace is still being heavily overlooked because... When you think of Facebook Marketplace, you don't really think of it as something where you would typically dropship on. You would still think normally as something where you would just buy and sell and meet locally for pickup, right? Yeah, <laughs> Most of the yeah time. for sure. And I'm glad you touched on those daily numbers because, I mean, for the audience, and, and I like to touch on those numbers, like 
Uh, you said anywhere from three to nine hundred dollars. And for the audience listing or listening, if you're looking for a six figure business, three hundred dollars a day, that that's you know, that's a six figure business right there. So three hundred dollars and up means you you have a, a, a six figure business going. And what's a realistic goal? So say for someone that is looking to to get started, you know, what's something that that that's possible for them to to reach? Yeah, so that is an excellent question. I think if you were to start on your personal marketplace profile, results might take time because it seems that um, Facebook and Meta has changed their algorithm to uh, prioritize shops a little bit more. And what I mean by that is there is way more traffic and order volume on shops than there is on personal marketplace profile, meaning that you can achieve such results way quicker if you start with shops. But you have to keep in mind that approval on shops is a little bit more strict. Um, so you need to have like page likes, you need to establish a Facebook page, um, all of that stuff. And anywhere, honestly, it can take anywhere from, I would say, from two to four weeks to score such results with shops. If you do that on personal, it will likely be slower because, again, you need to put more time into that. And the sales are slower than on shops. So I would say on personal, likely it will take um, anywhere from one to three months right now. But on shops, it can take anywhere from two to four weeks, if I'm being absolutely realistic. That's awesome. And let's even talk about that, like uh, scalability. So do you have uh, multiple shops uh, going that you're running at the same time? Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have let's see four shops of mine and then we also do have client shops so i also work with clients where i provide automation service for them so yeah four shops of mine and almost five shops right now so we have four live and one that we have just launched today with a new client so yeah almost nine <laughs> shops <laughs> that's great that's great and you know what let's even talk about that and actually you know what i'm gonna do here I am going to share my screen because what I'm going to pull up here, um, I'm really curious to hear about your Udemy story. So like when you found sure. out that things were working for you and then you decided to 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 share your knowledge, uh, tell that story. Yeah. So, you know, I always love teaching. So teaching uh, because I have a team of nine VAs, I guess. So teaching for me comes a little bit more naturally and when i worked at digital marketing agencies uh, we actually were really really encouraged to share our knowledge with our peers so um you know my goal with the udemy course was really to help point people to the right direction and tell them that shopify is not really the best way to start and i also have a youtube channel where i say the exact same thing i try to really show people that there are much easier and much better opportunities how they can start with dropshipping because many, many people just watch, uh, you know, the first results page on YouTube by dropshipping and they see that, hey, you should just do Shopify. You should spend hundreds, maybe thousands on ads. And most of the time people will be struggling because spending money on ads is really tough, especially when you work full time. And my goal with the Udemy course is really to enlighten people that there are better ways to start, um, you know, dropshipping and doing this whole thing and bring more exposure because I do also have um, other links from that Udemy course that point people to my Discord chat and it's a free chat so anyone can join and ask me questions. So my goal is to create this community where people can 
share knowledge and help each other out. So this is why I started this really. That's pretty cool. And uh, is that Discord? Is that a public uh, link? Is it uh, yeah. something we could share with the audience? Absolutely. I do have that on my YouTube channel, in my Udemy okay. course, and my Instagram. Account. Awesome. Yeah, we'll be sure to drop the link in the show notes there here for the for the audience that's listening. Um, you know, definitely, I mean, the Discord groups and stuff like that, that that's something to definitely plug into. And if Andre is lending his time, you know, to talk about, uh, you know, Facebook Marketplace dropshipping, I mean, that that's where you can get that mastermind exposure and bounce ideas and questions off each other. So I'd say uh, take advantage of that for those that, that are listening for sure. And uh, cool. so this is awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, the the other thing that that I'm curious about. So uh, when when launching your your Udemy um, uh, course, uh, you know, what what was that? What was that process like? So when when you actually, you know, to create it. And now, and then uh, you're having really good reviews on there. So uh, what, what kind of uh, led to that? Yeah. So it was an interesting experience because I have never created a course ever. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that was something that, um, you know, I had to research. I, you know, what I did personally with a course, um, I had taken a look on Udemy, what other courses on Marketplace and if there are any on Marketplace, what other people are teaching there so i'm not kind of like talking the same things over and over again so yeah. um you know i did my uh competitor research if you will you know just like i do with uh dropshipping i did the same exact research on udemy i researched my competition what they were talking about and um yeah i basically found another course i watched the entire course and i found that it was really outdated and i was surprised by how outdated it was so i decided to <laughs> simply improve the course and add everything that I know into my course basically and make it much better. So yeah. that is how I approached it. And yeah, that is my Udemy journey, I guess. <laughs> and so you're keeping this one up to date. It looks like you are. Cause I see, uh, I see an update date of February, 2022. Yeah. yeah. So that's exactly. awesome. So this is something you, you plan to keep this up to date, kind of like rolling updates. Absolutely. Yeah, because my goal is to help as many people as I can. And definitely if my course is like one year ago and wasn't updated, then it definitely creates a bad picture that I'm not even bothering <laughs> in putting any efforts, which is not my goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, the cool thing that, that you touched on that, that I wanted to talk about, which was the um, um, mentioning that it's a good start. So I was wondering if you could touch more on that, because I see a lot of people they'll hear about drop shipping and really, you know, the mainstream, you know, form of drop shipping, people are Shopify drop shipping, Facebook ads, but for, for, especially for newbies that are just getting started, you know, they'll get caught up in the technicals, trying to set up design. And then they start, you know, they don't know anything about advertising. They end up losing money uh, quite a bit. And the, the way I look at it is, is kind of like college courses where it's just like, you know, people are jumping into like a 200, 300 level course when they haven't even taken like, you know, the intro or, or like the 100 level. And so I, I like I view Facebook uh, marketplace drop shipping is like, OK, th this is where you can get the foundation. This is where you get the start. It's free. You can start getting sales and now you get experience with servicing customers and then product testing and the whole works. So I wanted to get your perspective on that. Yeah, precisely. You are bringing an excellent point um, because I think Facebook can be a really good cornerstone into getting exposure 
because exactly like you mentioned, uh, one, you don't need to create a website from scratch. You don't need to be an SEO expert. You don't need to be a web design expert. All you need to do is just open your Facebook app, open Marketplace app and start listing. Just make sure you have the shipping option. And then you can get exposure exactly like you said to customer service, to order fulfillment and see exactly how the whole e-commerce and dropshipping world works. And because you will be making sales on Facebook, you also will essentially be um, maximizing your capital, your savings, and then hopefully you can also diversify your dropshipping portfolio, which is what I have been doing. I started, you know, I started with Shopify, but if I started with Facebook Marketplace, um, again, I would continuously diversify my portfolio. So now I also sell on eBay, on Amazon, on Etsy, on Mercari, on a lot of places. Uh, yeah. But again, Facebook will be a great cornerstone because not only can you get great skills with e-commerce and dropshipping, but you can also build that capital to venture into additional um, platforms. Or even if you are risk averse, consider Amazon FBA and order that inventory um, and you know even do private label stuff. So I think it's a yeah. great opportunity for people to start and then expand to other venues, exactly. Oh yeah, for sure, man. And those those are all great points. And uh, and and that's the real thing about it, which is you know keeping that open mind and being able to diversify, you know, all the different platforms and coming up with your own mashup, you know. So uh, whatever seems to to uh, to work for you in, in your own way, in, in the exactly. way that you work, and then and then it, it pans out. So the the other question that I have is. Uh, for the audience uh, listening, how complicated is it to set up a Facebook shop? So Facebook shop is more complex because um, A, you do need a Facebook page and you do need to have somewhat established presence. And what I mean by that, you do need um, to have page likes and ideally some page content. Um, and, you know, Facebook can be a little bit more strict to approve those shops especially if you guys had problems with like restrictions or account suspensions before it typically kind of impacts your Facebook account health, if you will. So um, from what I have observed, um, if you guys do not have any restrictions on your pages or your account in general, you should be more or less fine to set up a page. And typically you can do that even within like five to 10 minutes. If you guys have, um, on your marketplace home section, there will be an invite to actually set up a business page and Facebook easily walks you through all the steps. And just keep in mind that all of this is a US only feature, uh, which is a very important note that Facebook marketplace dropshipping and shops are mainly optimized for the US market. So it will be tough for people to do it abroad uh, because you do need a social security and a bank account, just like you need for marketplace shipping setup, you do need that for shops. But the whole process is not that hard. It is more complicated than personal marketplace because, again, you just need to have that Facebook page and the interface and commerce manager is a little bit more complex. But with practice, you guys, I'm sure, will master it. It will just take a little bit more time. But uh, personal yeah. marketplace can be a very good start and then shops can be considered for scaling purposes, I would say. Yeah, yeah. No, great point. And so for those listening, I mean, it's a huge opportunity for those that are living in the United States and uh, and are able to do business. Um, it's basic. I, I look at it as free money. 
you know, it's, it's free money. If you just kind of put, <laughs> if you put things in place, it's like free money to you, but say, you know, I do, th there are a lot of people that are in other countries that are looking for that opportunity. And I'm, I'm sure you probably get some of the questions from people outside the U S uh, what, what recommendations do you give to them? Like how, how can they tap into the U S market? So if I'm being absolutely honest, it will be hard to do so because <laughs> Again, you do need that social security number and the U.S. bank account. So yeah. if you do not have a social security and a U.S. bank account, um, as a, someone who lives abroad, then you, your best chance is to find a business partner in the United States uh, who has those two things, really, and who can create a shop. And then you can work um, as an employee in that shop because actually Facebook shops do have a feature of inviting people into the business manager because um, yeah. um, you know in business manager you can invite people and it doesn't matter where they are uh, but again you need to have a US proxy who has a social security number in the US bank account because otherwise it will be very hard pretty much impossible I would say yeah yeah no it's a very similar advice that, that, that I give as well I mean you got to find a, a partner in the US so if you're you know, if, if you're outside the country and, you know, just start looking, there's, there's a lot of people that, that are, that are looking to partner and, uh, and having both of you together, you know, I think, you know, opportunities can rise. It's just like, if you're outside the U S and you're willing to put in, you know, say the sweat equity or the work behind it, and you find a partner in, yep. in the U S, you know, it, it can work out, I think. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great, man, for sure. So, you know what I'm at? I, curious about so like related to what's your experience been like you know for product sourcing so where, where are you sourcing the products from well you'd be surprised but mostly ebay amazon and walmart so uh -huh. you know unlike on shopify where you would typically think to do aliexpress and alibaba um you know i i tried all of that but i had a very bad experience with those guys <laughs> because many sellers on those sites do misleading stuff if i put it lightly so um, yeah. but you know, the best thing about marketplace is people, um, are kind of used to seeing like Amazon packages, Walmart packages and eBay packages for the fact that it is a peer to peer marketplace and many sellers are private sellers who often just reuse boxes, uh, from big box retailers and people don't really get surprised by, you know, big box packaging. So this is why that kind of works out too. Is because you can simply leverage listings that you think are hot sellers using product research methods, using the correct ones. Um, and I'm happy to talk more about those product research methods later. But um, again, what we do is we again source from Amazon, eBay, Walmart, and we enjoy that quick delivery speed and um, a trustworthy experience that items are as described. So that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, very similar for sure. And uh I mean, it's key because, um, I mean, you, you have the, the certain amount of days for, for shipping time that you need to make sure that you're delivering and things like that. Are there, yeah. are there, any, uh, are there any tools that, that you, uh, in your tool chest that you like to use? So I actually use Facebook Marketplace as a main product research tool because on Facebook Marketplace, if you're browsing on mobile, you can see... Um, item sales data, which is very similar to eBay. Uh, like on the eBay landing page, you can see how many times an item has sold. Well, Marketplace now has the same exact feature. So you can basically snipe those hot sellers and 
try to find the uh, try to reverse engineer the process basically because you can find the listing as a hot seller on marketplace all you need to do is find the supplier for that listing uh, create a better version of that listing different images better images a good um, listing description and then um, do your pricing strat strategy and pricing research and typically what again what we do use facebook marketplace and then sometimes we use ebay therapeutic product research and both are free tools so uh we're not paying for any product research software too which is a nice <laughs> bonus <laughs> that's awesome yeah so for the audience listening if you're listening to that i mean it sounds subtle but like that that's gold right there because finding the products i mean product testing that that's the name of the game and, and it's a numbers game and uh, so, the, you know, the more that, that you're going through testing, the more that you're finding, you're putting it out there, uh, you're going to find that one that just kind of like, you know, takes off. And uh, and it's that type of research, you know, to be able to find out, you know, let, you know, let these marketplace platforms, you know, give you the data and the insights and, and just kind of run with it and, and tap into what what's selling is what I say. Um, but, uh, you know, so, you know, what I was going to say, which was like, um you know, you know, with that, uh, what uh, what do you do in terms of, of product testing? And, and like when you said you, you, you try to make it better, make the listing better. What is your what is your techniques in, in making the listing better? OK, that is a great question. And because we have nine shops, we do have this opportunity <laughs> to basically post the same exact item using different photos um, wow. and slightly different item description. But yeah. even if, if even if you do not have have nine shops, uh, you can still uh, post the same exact item a few times and just use a different photo each time. And then you can monitor the amount of clicks that you are receiving. And then the listing that has the most clicks that is clearly a winning um, item out of those listings that uh, out of those listings or other versions that you have listed, I, I should say. Um, so that's what I have started, but then I have backup Facebook accounts and nine shops, as I mentioned. So what we do, we use a different image. So different image number one, basically. And then um, we use a slightly different uh, image, um, item title and then a slightly different uh, pricing. Um, and interestingly, you know, the total price is always the same across all those nine shops, but what we play around with is the um, sale price and the shipping rate. So we always change um, the sale price and the shipping rate. But when we sum those up, it's the same exact price, but it's slightly different on those shops because we want to see where is that price point between uh, the item price and the shipping rate that brings the best result. So um, that is how we approach it personally. Oh, wow. Cool. So you charge for shipping. Yeah. And, and when it when it comes to, to pricing, what, what kind of... Uh, what kind of rules do you, do you try to follow in terms of like profit margins? Yes. So um, we, I guess it's um, a long story, but I ran so many <laughs> tests and I actually, uh, I started with free shipping. I always like, I hated the idea of paid shipping uh, because I was thinking as a customer, people would hate to pay for shipping. But what we have found in marketplace, it actually is the other way around. People love to see a, a cheaper price and they are willing to pay for shipping. But if the item price is actually not expensive, then the likelihood of a sale somehow is increasing versus if you just have 
um, a high item price with free shipping. So this is what uh, we have found on Marketplace, interestingly. Um, and to answer your question, we like to price items low and then have a higher shipping rate. So for example, um, if an item <laughs> on eBay costs like um, $9.99, what we do on Marketplace, we would do uh, like a $15 item price and then we can do a $10 shipping rate for example, that's one example. Or we can do on another shop, we will do um, a $10 item price and a $15 shipping rate, which is again $25 total price, right? So what I'm trying to say is we experiment with item price and shipping rate, but in the end, um, the total price is always the same. Um, what changes is the item price and the shipping rate, uh, but summation is always the same, if that makes sense. But <laughs> long yeah. story short, we try to price things low and have a higher shipping rate. Yeah, that's awesome for sure. So for the audience listening, I'd say that's something that you want to take with you because it's uh, it's Andre's, you know, testing. So he's basically doing what's called split testing because he has multiple shops and he's able to, to find out based on the data, you know, what he just described. So this is a part that you actually want to re-listen to over again and, and then take advantage of, of the value that he just shared which is like you know how to how to price and whether or not to uh, to to charge for shipping, which is awesome. <laughs> that's that's great stuff, man, for sure. Now uh, the the other thing, like, do you um, do you see any complications right now with with uh, sourcing or like with with uh, prices going up? You know, with with the stuff that's going on in the in the economy right now, we got inflation. Uh, the you know the war that's kicking off and all these things yep. and uh, is there any impact in the business right now? Yeah, definitely. We are seeing a hit in like daily orders, daily sales. I would say, um, and it actually correlated very closely when um, um, you know the whole Russia Ukraine thing happened um, before, like February twentieth. We could score anywhere from like five hundred to one thousand, but now after the whole conflict and inflation going up and all the economy being very uncertain, yeah. um, we are scoring anywhere, like I said, from 300 uh, to 900 and 900 is becoming more and more of a rare side, I would say. And that is profit. That's not revenue. That's daily profit. So yeah. I would say um, as of now, uh, the average on my shops only, and when I'm saying these numbers, these are my shops only, I'm not saying client shops, um, my shops only, which, which is four of them, um, I would say anywhere from 300 to 500, typically the average, sometimes it goes to 900, but right now it's 300 to 500 in daily profits. Um, before it could be 600 to 1200, I would say, like Q4. Um, and we yeah. had to keep most of the things out of stock because they were selling so well, um, which is not the case right now. So it seems like consumer purchasing uh, power is going down. And people are a little bit more upset and they follow the news. Yeah. They don't yeah. feel as happy to make impulsive purchases and buying unnecessary things on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> as much. It feels yeah. like. So there is that. Yeah, yeah, we're starting to see that for sure. And and I'm actually curious, you know, you know, based upon your your last name, your nationality, uh, yeah. what 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 nationality uh, are you from? And is there like an impact? I was curious about your perspective. Yeah, so I am actually originally from Russia. So I was born and raised for 16 years. Then uh, we, my family and myself, we moved to Vermont. 
Uh, and then we moved to Massachusetts, where I went to college, which is where I graduated from, from Boston, Massachusetts. So I have been in the United States since 2012. So I'm a dual citizen, um, Russian-American. But it's very upsetting for us because I am actually 25% Ukrainian myself. So I also do have a lot of relatives in Ukraine. And yeah, um, yeah it is pretty upsetting stuff. And yeah. As I'm sure you have seen on the news, it's not good. So we are all pretty upset. And actually, I have VAs in Russia. And right now, this is, this is affecting them too, because we used to do Western Union transactions. And Western Union has actually suspended uh, transactions as of two days ago. So now we have yeah. to figure out different payment gate- gateways um, you know, to basically for me to pay them somehow. So right now we have this little fun project. So everyone is getting affected. So it's ordinary Russians too. So yeah, Yeah. fun stuff. Yeah, man, that's tough, man. And uh, yeah, thoughts and prayers uh, for your family and loved ones over there. Um, But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that that's tough. And it it shows the real impact. So I mean, the, the thing, the current things that are happening in the world, you know, you know, back in 2020, the with the pandemic coming, uh, you know, creating a major change and, and shifts. Um, and then with this that's going on, you know, more changes and, and shifts. And, you know, with with all that, what's like your perspective to try to keep uh, to keep moving things forward? Um, so uh, are you specifically referring to the business or just the whole business? Kind yeah. Of- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I would say. Well, right now we're working on maximizing um, our automation business. So because we are uh, working with more clients, we're able to essentially maximize our sales. So um, not only we have our four shops and we continuously list every day, which is another tip that I have for people right now, especially in this climate, that you have to list things daily. This is what we are doing on my shops daily. We list anywhere from... Uh, 10 to 15 items which is not a lot but we put a lot of effort into creating quality listings and same for our client shops so right now for us and for me personally i'm working on again having my team list as many quality items as we can and same goes for our client shops we were we are focusing on working with more clients for our, our automation business and you know on the side i have my stock investments and i'm trying to get into airbnb just to try that uh thing and see how it works again thanks to the facebook marketplace dropshipping business which allowed me to uh, acquire some additional savings on the side to do that so um yeah and then again i am working on um my youtube channel which is again educating people um on the facebook marketplace dropshipping business and making sure that people who watch my course also have a very good watching um you know experience watching the whole thing so definitely a lot of things going on for me that's awesome yeah i mean you're you're making the right moves for sure and then hopefully the audience is is catching that because uh you know you know something like that like what he has right now is he he basically was able to leave his job which was earned income for now he's got a, a business income that that's running but that's business income and with those profits you now take that and invest it into some assets that are going to help generate passive income and then now that that's what's gonna like continue to, to leverage uh uh to leverage even more so which is that that's awesome man yeah and, yeah and uh, i should just add to that point if i'm being um, if i'm being absolutely honest 
another thing about Facebook Marketplace dropshipping is sometimes you can also get restricted and you can get restricted for any or no good reason. And it, yeah. it, ha- it happens pretty often. So you have to, this is also why we have backup, backup accounts and backup shops is because Facebook can sometimes restrict your profile. And while the appeals process are very easy, you just have to keep in mind that diversifying is a pretty good idea to start with. Um, yeah. So uh, this is also why I have stores on like Etsy or Mercari and eBay, because we can essentially list uh, our winning products into all those platforms and uh, have sales coming from different channels. Um, and yeah, which is also why I think diversification is really an essential thing uh, to do when if you are considering Facebook Marketplace, because you don't need a lot of upfront investment, which is great. You don't have to pay for any ads, but you do have to keep in mind um, you know, that restrictions can happen and that diversification, especially in the current climate, is pretty important. So exactly, yes. That's a great, great point. And hopefully the audience is catching that, you know, diversifying because if you have all your eggs in just that one basket and and even in some cases, just that, you know, one account or or shop and Facebook for whatever, sometimes it's that random Um, and and they'll reply back saying, you know, oh, they made uh, an error or mistake and then they activate your thing. But, you know, there could be days or weeks that go by. And if you were, you know, really counting on that, that revenue coming in, um, that's, uh, it makes it tough. <laughs> yeah. And I, I had a pretty bad experience myself. I actually traveled to Russia and that was before the whole thing that was like, uh, 2020, early 2021. And then I was using VPN and then, um, Facebook hated that and they restricted my account and I was wow. restricted for like a month and all my funds were frozen for a month. Um, because I had to prove that, you know, I, I'm not like um, some Russian hacker scammer <laughs> who's trying to <laughs> uh, take advantage of the platform. And we actually had yeah. to cut our trip short because we had to just go back to the US, stop using VPN, which is another pro tip. Never use a VPN if you travel abroad and do this thing. Um, wow. What, so, yeah, we have like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to ask. So what is the setup? And especially how are you working with VAs that are, if, if they're supporting your account and if they're based there, well, yep. how, how does that work? So I have like, um, I have four PCs that I bought and all of them have remote desktop. So uh, we use like Google Chrome remote or, you know, there's TeamViewer, uh, help desk, whatever. Um, that, that is what we do. They can access uh, the, the remote into your computer remotely. Yeah. And they are just lying uh, um, in my closet connected to my home Wi-Fi. So essentially, um, you know, we can go anywhere right now and not have to worry about our IP address being <laughs> in Russia or being in another state. Um, because, you know, even if you travel to like Hawaii or Alaska, uh, Facebook Marketplace will not be working with the shipping option. Uh, you also have to keep that in mind. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's a, I think it, it's, the, it's, it's a good idea to always have your remote setup. And if you decide to travel, just uh, leave your PCs and don't log in into Facebook, just don't provoke the, <laughs> the bots. Don't do that. Yeah. I yeah. learned it the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. So for the audience listening, that, that, those are those type of like what Facebook calls suspicious activity when they right. see, you know, connections from, uh, from other locations that that's not typically the norm. And, uh, 
Um, so Andre just laid out, you know, you know, his, his method, which is, I, I think, you know, a, a solid method for, for getting things, getting things to work, uh, as well. So, um, that, that's awesome, man, for sure. Now, you know what, one thing that I'm curious about, because you mentioned that you're also, uh, listing for your client shop. So, so what kind of service are you providing for clients? Yeah, so what we call it in business is automation. And what that means is, um, you know, our clients essentially, um, they have their business shop set up, their account is live and everything is working fine. And they can simply invite me and my team into their shop. And our goal with this service is to essentially provide the whole passive income experience for our clients because they essentially don't have to do anything. They just give us control. Uh, to their shop and we list, we process orders, we do customer service, you know, everything from A to Z essentially. And we don't have any like crazy upfront investments of like 10,000 grand like some people do. We just work on a commission-based approach. So whenever our clients make a sale, then we make a profit too and not a second before. That's what we typically do. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if, uh, so if anybody in the audience is listening, is it open... Is it open for people to sign up or what's the, what's the sign up process like? Yeah, I do on my Instagram um, account. I do have my little link tree thingy. And on the link tree, there is another section where people can book a call. So I'm open to jump you know, on a phone call and discuss everything in detail. So if you exactly uh, click that little uh, link in my bio, and then um, if you scroll a little bit down, um, I think that should point you to the Facebook commerce manager shop automation, book a call, and you just have to scroll a little bit down. And there you go. The very first one, Facebook commerce manager shop automation. So you can book a call with me, or honestly, you can just send me a direct message on Instagram or, uh, you know, I have my WhatsApp. I have all contact information linked in my link tree. So yeah, uh, yeah honestly, if you guys do have a Facebook shop, and you need help running it for you, or you just want to create that new passive income stream of income, essentially, we can help you guys out. So, yeah. yeah. And is there like an upfront uh, cost for the service or how does it work? Is it like you guys share the profit sharing or something? Uh, yeah, this is exactly why I, I made this business model where I don't, I, I don't want anyone to have any upfront investments because you know, believe it or not, but I kind of hate risks. That's why I started Facebook Marketplace <laughs> dropshipping because I yeah. hate the risk of spending a lot of money and then risking not getting any results, uh, which is why, uh, you know, we only take commission fees when a client gets their first sale. And what we do, we have our commission fee of f uh, $5 from each sale, actually. So, you know, whenever a client as a sale, they just give us $5 on that processed order. Uh, and we split it between my team and myself. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we have some other small fees, but they come later, only later once the client has enough order volume to cover those expenses. So no upfront investments, no security deposits. It's pretty much commission-based. Whenever you guys get an order, uh, then we win. It's a win-win yeah. thing. Yep. That definitely sounds win-win. So for the audience that's listening... And if you're having trouble, like you can already learn from Andre's course, learn and do it yourself. But if you want it done for you, 
Andre basically uh, is also providing a done-for-you service, and you're not even paying any upfront costs. You're basically just splitting the profits. So, like, yeah, just like you described, there's, you know, very little risk and and pretty much all the upside, right? That's that's the goal. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so I'd say for the audience listening, you want to take Andre up on his offer while he's still available before he blows up big time. And uh, because I, I think when, when other people begin to catch on how great of an opportunity that is, um, you know, you don't want to be too late. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's great, man. Hey, well, keep it going, man, for sure. And uh, so with that, so what, what do you see? You, you're you're going to stay focused on uh, Facebook Marketplace and, and shops or do you, are you doing anything uh, beyond that on, on other platforms? Yeah, definitely the main goal for us is still uh, Facebook Marketplace and shops because we are still seeing over 90% of the revenue coming in from uh, Marketplace and shops, uh, believe it or not. And, um, you know, I continuously list on Amazon, on eBay, but again, okay. our focus is still Facebook because, again, Facebook makes it pretty easy um, for us to apply this business model and especially on shops where people can easily um, invite employees and collaborate on shops, uh, which is why yeah. we love the um, shops platform essentially because we can essentially help other people out and see them succeed um, and succeed ourselves essentially providing this win-win situation. So I would say, yes, Facebook marketplace shops is still the number one focus, but I still have listings on eBay, on Amazon um, and other platforms. But I also do want to try um, you know, other industries, like I mentioned earlier, I do want to try um, an Airbnb business. So that would be my little side project um, on the side, because right now my business is pretty much automated because I do have a team of nine VAs. So um, that really does help. And I think that's another big tip for you guys, because if you guys want this to be automated, you do want to hire VAs because doing everything by yourself will be pretty exhausting, especially when you guys hopefully get to this level of 100 plus orders every single day it will definitely be very time consuming so keep that in mind yeah yeah for sure and you know what even even touch on that so like uh how much uh you know working capital do you need uh in, mm -hmm. in running this type of business model so honestly if you have a credit card um i don't even think you need a whole lot because um, you know, yes, I did have savings from my job. Um, I think at that time I had like, mm, for Marketplace specifically, I had allocated like 500, but I didn't even need any of that because all I did, I was paying for orders with my credit card and then Facebook uh, paid me out for the orders uh, and Facebook pays out for orders five days after confirmed delivery. Um, so also keep that in mind that um, you get paid five days after delivery. And when uh, Facebook pays, then I pay, uh, you know, my credit card with uh, the money from Facebook. So essentially, you don't even need anything really to get started if you do have a credit card. If you don't have a credit card, then yes, you do need to have some savings. I would say anywhere from mm, 500 to 1,000 would be a good start, even less. Um, it depends on what kind of items you're selling. If you're selling like, I don't know, like $5, $10 items, then you need maybe, I don't know, 100 or less if you don't have a credit card. But if you do have a credit card, you can, again, leverage your credit card to pay for orders, and then you can pay off the credit card statement balance once Facebook pays you, which, again, 
leads me to believe that you don't even need anything to get started with Facebook Marketplace if you do have a credit card. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's a great point for sure. And uh, so hopefully the audience is catching that. You basically, you need to be in a position to fulfill orders. Um, so if you're hoping to get like, you know, 50 or 100 orders, then keep in mind that you need to have the money to be able to fulfill those orders because you're going to get paid right afterwards. And just like Andre said, five days when they confirm uh, uh, the delivery. So um, yep. So that, that that that's key, and uh, and to keep that in mind. So it's kind of like making sure that that you control the growth. So like, um, you know, maybe even des describe that. What is it like? Uh, you know, say a product that that really, when when you when you found a product that was a winner, and how did that take off, and what what level of uh, growth did that have? Yeah. So let's see. I would say so when you're selling on personal right now it's a little bit harder to have like uh i don't know like 10 to 100 sales a day um it's harder now i have to be honest but it is possible if you do that on facebook shops on the business shop side uh what typically happens is um you know and again you have to list daily so you don't you shouldn't hope that you know you list and you can expect uh 100 sales to come in overnight it can happen, but, you know, there is no guarantee that it will happen. It depends on an item, on demand, and many things. But um, what we noticed so far, if we find a winning item, sales can start anywhere from a couple hours to um, a day or a few days. But once sales start, what seems like is happening is Facebook starts bumping up the listing and search because the more sales the listing is getting, it seems the listing ranks higher and higher. Well, like it happens on many other platforms, it feels like. Um, so the more yeah. sales your item is getting, the more the higher it is renting up in the search results um, of Facebook. So um, we have um, actually an item, um, and it is a tool set. I cannot say exactly what kind of tool set for obvious reasons, but um, <laughs> this one tool set, um, you know, it started with, um, I would say like three sales daily, and then it slowly and gradually graduated to 10 sales per day and then to 25 um, and then to, I would say, 37. That was in Q4. Right now it has dropped to like uh, 10 to 15 sales per day for this tool set. Uh, but again, because we have um, like on, on one shop, my main shop, we have over 500 items listed, right? So we have other items like that. Uh, that sell in multiple quantities daily. So the key here is listing items. And then once items start selling, do not rely on just one item. You have to keep listing and have multiple items selling consistently daily. This is how you get to that, you know, 50, 100 plus orders every single day by having a large portfolio of items. And even if you have like, you know, three or four items that sell a lot daily, you can easily achieve that. You just have to keep listing. That is the key really here in this business. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully the audience is catching that. And then I'm curious on, so like say if you had a, a product that was listed, so do you do you keep that relisting or do you start a new listing of the same product and let that one sell out? Yeah, so on personal shops, they actually, Facebook themselves, they have this feature called delete and relist and we use that feature and it deletes um, a listing and it relists that exact same listing 
But what we also do sometimes, we recreate the same exact listing with a different photo. Um, and what that means is exactly like um, you were saying that we can have a high chance of success by having multiple listings. Just one listing will have a different photo and then the other listing is still selling and then this additional listing will join that original one just because it has a different photo. So uh, yes, that is how we do it. And again, because I have nine shops now with client shops, we essentially we relist the same exact item everywhere using different photos and using different um, you know, shipping rate, different item price. Uh, so this way we maximize our visibility in the search results. We're pretty much dominating uh, the search results with nine shops with the same exact item. So uh, if they don't purchase from me, then there is a chance that they purchase from a client shop or another client shop. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so and, it's kind uh, of a win-win. Does the location uh, have a difference? And do you see a difference in like if you have the location in a big city versus like uh, a suburb or rural area? Not really, because when you list with shipping, your item automatically displays nationwide. So yeah. um, if you were doing that for local pickup, definitely location would have mattered. But because we're doing shipping, the item yeah. gets pushed everywhere in the U.S. Um, yeah. that, that is continental U.S. So yeah. yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. And uh and and that's what you'll see if the audience is listening uh, that you know you'll see sales come from out of state and even though you know your location might be in your own personal state but you'll see sales come from from all over uh, oh, yeah. which is awesome man man i feel like we could be talking for hours on this and i, <laughs> I feel like we're coming towards the end of the hour so i want to be respectful of your time but uh but with that it kind of reminded me is it cool to follow up with you later in the year to see how things are going Absolutely. I think it would be a very interesting topic because we have no idea what will happen with the whole state of affairs in the world, for one. Yeah. And then I guess we'll just have to see what happens to Facebook shops and how and Meta. Meta will continue developing <laughs> the whole Metaverse and shops. Yeah. So definitely. Please do so. I'm more than welcome to come and tell you guys again. Absolutely. That'd be awesome, brother. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I really enjoyed this conversation and uh, I want to be respectful of your time as well. So what what's the best way for people to follow you? Is it the uh, Instagram account? Yeah, I would say exactly what you have listed right here. Instagram, it has all the useful information for you guys that I think you will find helpful. And then you can also send me a message or I also have a WhatsApp number uh, in my link tree. So, you know, whatever you guys prefer, you can reach me and I'll do my best to respond within a few hours or within 24 hours at best. So. Awesome. Definitely. So Instagram is at who is Andre with an yep. additional Y. And uh, we'll, we'll be sure to leave that in the show notes as, as well. And uh, well, this is cool, brother. And I want to give you a chance to leave some closing remarks with the audience. So I'll let you take it away. Yes. So I think I would say Facebook Marketplace dropshipping is an amazing opportunity, especially right now. I think you guys should take action and you should not be waiting too long. Uh, you know, I did a mistake uh, by not starting it earlier because I just, you know, was watching YouTube videos. I was reluctant to start. And I think starting something is one of the hardest things to do, in my opinion. But if you start right now and if you take action, then I think you guys still should have a pretty good opportunity to um, score sales and build this capital that will allow you guys to diversify and even consider other opportunities, you know, like stocks or Airbnb or whatever it is that you guys want. And I think, you know, 
if you guys decide to pursue it, the really important step here is listing. Uh, I will keep stressing it, but you just have to consistently list and ideally on a daily basis. Another mistake that I did is, you know, I listed then I was lazy and I stopped listing. And uh, by stopping listing, I decreased my chance of making sales and maximizing my profits even further. So I suggest you guys to be uh, dedicated and uh, be consistent on this. If you guys decide to pursue, because Marketplace is giving you guys all the tools to succeed. All you need to do is just be a little bit disciplined and list daily and you guys should be golden. So if you guys don't have any other questions, again, just message me and I will do my best to help you guys out as much as I can. Great advice, brother. I agree with it too. List, list, list. <laughs> yep. That's great stuff, man. Andre, really glad to have you on the show, brother. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much again.